2: When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Heather Rumchak, your one stop shop for all things Oilers.
0: There's no way the Oilers winning streak ends against the Hawks, right? 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 <laughs> Man, <laughs> let's get into it with the lead. your coffee, Tyler, mush your uh, To be fair, I did the exact same lead on the game day against the Black, uh, Blue Jackets, and it worked. So, you know, we ran out of ideas. Yeah. Oh, we are 100% out of, out of ideas. We have to do like 200 and some of these a year. Not all the leads can be bangers.
3: We're currently on episode 306
0: ever. 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 Uh, so ever? it's probably like episode 80 some of this season. Season two? Three. No, it's season two. Yeah, probably something like that. Yeah. All right. Last year, we did them on Saturdays. Oh yeah, we used to work on the, weekends, on the weekends, all the, every game day, and then we punted off to Aaron.
1: Yeah,
0: that's <laughs> right. It's called working your way up in a company. I,
1: <laughs> I still work on the weekends. <laughs> uh,
0: welcome in. To, to be fair, I do pregame yeah, with yeah. you as well. Come on now, <laughs> and we'll be live Saturday at one o'clock to get ready for Oilers Preds. And hopefully, at that point, it's the Oilers going for a 16th straight W. Welcome in to Oilers Nation every day, live on the Oilers Nation YouTube and live from the Sports Closet Studio. It is a Sherwood Ford giant game day edition of the show is the Oilers giant winning streak just keeps on. It is giant. Yeah. And let's start with this. I saw Drew Livingston or Livingstone, whatever his name is being like, listen, the winning streak's impressive, but the Oilers haven't played that many good teams during it. And it's like, okay, sure. If you look at the state of some of the teams now, it's like, all right, it doesn't well, matter, but it's also 14 in a row. Also uh, Philly first game oh, of the month. Oh, I know that again, they're average right now, but at the time of that game, that was a tough matchup at the time of the Oilers playing the LA Kings. They were one of the hottest teams in the league at the time of the Oilers playing the Seattle crack. And they were nine, one and one in their last 10 at the time of the Calgary flames game, the flames had won four of their last five. So I, I think anyone is drew. If the Leafs were on a 14 team uh, game heater, I would say that's impressive. So just respect the game, bro. And also, we beating anyone if the Oilers in the been- NHL beating 14 NHL teams in a row. doesn't fucking matter where they are in the standings. Yeah. It is good. Yeah. I mean, 14 straight wins over the Chicago Blackhawks in 14 straight games would be an impressive feat. So, I mean, anyone trying to shit on this winning streak is just totally out to lunch or they're insecure about their own team. Yeah. Uh, let's go over to the YouTube chat quickly and see who our first comment was, because I didn't read it yesterday. And then Dukes got really mad at me on so Twitter sad. For not reading his comments. Do not upset Dukes. I know. I'm sorry, it's Dukes. Boy. He's coming to Edmonton soon. I know. Right Can't away wait. as well. Really? Yeah, he
3: is. All the way from Australia, Liam. From the Outback.
0: Correct, sir. Uh, Sergeant Battle was our first comment today. He said, big dog's going to eat. Those two are going to show up and bury the midhawks. Of course, I mean, Clowder and Fogel. Who else would I be talking about? So that is interesting. And it ties into our Sherwood Ford giant question of the show. The Oilers have new look lines tonight? And I'm not going to lie. I'm not sure if I'm okay with it, but here is how the Oilers are expected to roll out tonight. They're going nuclear on the top line with Connor McDavid and Leon dry settle, Zach Hyman on the right side. The second line has Ryan Nugent Hopkins shifting back to the middle, Warren Fogle and Evander Kane on his wings. The third line, Dylan Holloway, Ryan McLeod, Connor Brown, a trio that played together for about three and a half minutes. Last game outshot the Columbus blue jackets, five to uh, nothing. And that's a a line that can buzz. That is a line that can buzz. So here's where I'm at with this. I like that third line. Third line, oh. passing grade. I don't the love... first line's not a passing grade? I don't love going back to McDavid. Well, and but so. like, let's like just remove the emotion for a second. That line is a passing grade. Yes. Yeah, yes, sure. Okay. And, and okay. maybe the play tonight is like, hey, that top line should be able to score two or three by okay. themselves against the Hawks. Let's just let them go do their thing. The offense, to be fair, hasn't been outstanding as of late. Yeah, I don't. I like the time. It, it's we're on a fourteen-game heater, so you don't want to mess the, the the chemistry too much. But I guess if you're going to do it uh, against any of the teams we played against, Chicago's probably the laboratory team, and maybe that's why they're doing it. Like, there's no reason to do it. I think we're not in a cool. must-win. I guess we are. Every game's a must-win until we break the record. Exactly, so and that's you have- where I'm at. You've come fourteen games. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And listen, sometimes I have a bit of a problem with that because, like, just because something's not broke doesn't mean you don't look to try to improve it. Right. But in this instance, you've been having so much success with that yeah. secondary scoring of Dry and Fogel. And the top line has not been producing the way they were early on in the win streak. And Nuge is not a center. Like, and Nuge is in the center. He, he, is, he is in his office on the way. Like, are you confident that, that Nuge, Fogel, and Kane are going to score tonight? Because I'm not. Are you okay? I don't no, mind. gonna score. I think up. I think Kane, oh weird. Uh I think Kane uh is starting to, to, sh- to show up. This is funny. This it is literally so
3: keeps falling down, but I think I've got it now. What was the question? What do I think of the lines?
0: <laughs> yeah, what do you think of the lines? How
3: many minutes are we into the show? Six uh, minutes. Okay. Seven.
0: ish on those six.
3: We start at 1201. It says right in the top corner. Six. Oh, yeah, minutes. Six ten. You're right. Okay. Can't Thoughts read. on the lines. Well, I have a question for the two of you. Mm-hmm. Is it the short for giant question? It is related to it. Yeah. So fair to like say, a say the Oilers <laughs> relative with no distance.
0: Okay. Once Straight
3: removed. Up. Yeah. So Fed say the Oilers offense has been incredibly dry since Philadelphia. They have scored more than two goal, uh, more than four goals in a game twice. Yeah, because.
0: we haven't hit the over in a while, but that's also because our defense is so strong.
3: But so Seattle was there an empty net? I can't remember.
0: So the Oilers offense eleventh in goals scored per game since the start of January three point three
3: three Okay, but they're not blowing any teams out, and
0: no, because we're. goals against per game, one point four four best in the league
3: but who who's the gentleman said drew Livingston yeah, said we're not playing any good teams, which he's kind of right about in a way too, like
2: well, no,
3: no no, no, like they narrowly beat Chicago, and they Even were though. very bad in that game and didn't get any offense going. Still beat them. They almost got goalied by Anton Forsberg. But then they did Yes, they, they won. Calgary, Vladar was pretty good. Columbus, it wasn't until the third period. I actually don't hate the idea of make, mixing up the lines and trying to get something going. Connor McDavid is not scoring goals like he was last season. And they need to find a way. And it's granted on him too. He's not shooting the puck a lot. I think it's actually a pretty good idea to experiment this because last time you played Chicago, you did pretty much nothing and almost lost that game. You can't, it can't be the same every single night because other teams watch video too. And you can adjust to what you're going to put out there. So I actually like the idea of trying to change things up a little bit.
0: I just have a really hard time. And and I mean, Jack has a good tweet here. Also happy belated 50th birthday Mm -hmm. to our boy, Jack Michaels, who we should get on the show at some point.
3: Happy birthday to my mom. My mom's birthday today. Oh, All right. Her name is Jackie, so it's pretty close to Jack.
0: (laughs) Happy birthday, Jackie! Yeah, there you go. Uh, Jack Michaels tweeted during Edmonton's fourteen and zero run. Neither Connor McDavid nor Leon will rank in the top ten in scoring, and the power play ranks fifteenth. It's not the same team, and the reason why I think you could have a little bit of confidence that this heater is going to keep running for a little bit is because, like, come on, guys, we know Connor McDavid. We know this power play. It's not staying that quiet forever they will get going at some point. And if they happen to get going starting tonight and then are rolling out of the all-star break, like come on now, they're going to be really hard to beat even when the schedule gets more difficult, but Power play plays in a bit of a hibernation, but our hibernation is better than other teams. Hibernation. Yeah. Yes, Look like at 22%. that.
1: 22% is hibernating.
0: <laughs> that is, they are sleeping.
3: I don't know. I feel like they should have 60 plus goals right now. And granted, like throughout those games, like Chicago, there was two taken away. The red, uh, the Red Devils, the Red Wings. There was a goal taken away. Toronto was too. I think it was against Seattle as well. On the other night against Columbus, like there's. Was that Connor offside
0: the last game? That offside. The, oh. the worst part of that it cost is, me like, my Oilers win every period bet. Co- I'm very pissed. Oh, yeah. And that cost me my Connor McDavid to get a power play point, and it ended up costing me a parlay. So. I had
3: Bouchard power play points. It was awful.
0: Well, was it was it that bad? And I had Bouchard I to get this. I, I
3: think the linesman should have been able to see it. He was literally right there. Like, I, I his reviews are so silly at this point, and uh. the rule is dumb. The rule should be puck has to enter the zone before your feet enter the
0: zone. Yep. So just make it black and white. That's how easy it should be. I want to follow up on something you said about Connor oh, McDavid no. not shooting the puck. Shots per sixty this season, Connor McDavid is at an even eight. Last year he was nine point five nine. Year before that nine point three five, and that's at five on five. On the power play is actually where the difference is more substantial. He is at 12.8 shots per 60 on the power play. Last season, he was at 20.13. year before that, 15.91. In fact, this is the lowest shots per 60 on the man advantage that McDavid's had since his third season in the league when it was down at 8.89. So Connor McDavid not shooting the puck quite as much has been interesting. Now, I think one factor that plays into it is they have Evan Bouchard there. And I think they love funneling the puck to Evan Bouchard yeah. and letting him shoot the puck. But I do think part of what made the Oilers power play so good towards the end of last season and so elite was that they were killing you from everywhere. Dry side one-timer, McDavid firing shots from that other side, the shot from the point. And right now, they kind of lost one of those elements. And I think McDavid shooting the puck couldn't lead to those other things starting to open up. If they have to respect McDavid shot, someone's got to stay closer to him. And if there's a one-on-one with McDavid, that means two other guys are open. And I trust number 97 to find one of those two open guys. So I think him shooting the puck, maybe it's an early key to victory for me.
3: Yeah, I I don't think he's going to change anytime soon. I think it's going to be a gradual progression. I think he'll start to heat up more and more as we get close to the playoffs here. But like the one positive, I guess, of him not shooting the puck is the fact that those goals haven't disappeared from this team, I guess you could say in a way too. like. Bouchard's They're still, still getting scoring. Or still scoring. Well, yeah,
0: not like, the same clip on the PK the or PP though. No,
3: not the power play, but five on five. Like Hyman's getting a ton. McLeod is scoring a lot. Now, what did you say yesterday? He's at a 40-point goal pace during the mm. stretch or something like that. That's kind of nuts. Like well, like those goals haven't disappeared. But if he could bang home, like what well, I think he's on pace for like 30 goals right now. Maybe a little bit older.
0: McDavid? David? Yeah.
1: 34 if you do the math. Yeah. That
0: would be easy 79. Math. So, well, he yeah. missed a couple games, so it'd probably be closer down to like 31 or 32. If he could so. pick up that pace to 40, that would be nice. McDavid David ending with 40 goals, I think, would, yeah. would mean he had a really good second half. He probably wants that too. Yeah. Probably, yeah. And then the thing mm-hmm. is, when you're that good, if you want it, you'll you'll get it. Like last year, he wanted to score 60, so he did.
3: Yeah. yeah. The what did Matthews get last season? He was right around 30 as well, right? Because he obviously think he, had his, he had his huge season of 60 goals, then he dropped off quite a bit and now is bounced back very well in the goal scoring. Last time. year 40 and 74.
0: 40 and 74. Before, before that, 60 and 73. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Kind of interesting. 39 he's, he's like, and 45. They can play. Having a hell of a year. You can uh see Drew, watch this. <laughs> He can score goals. See, Matthews, Matthews, Best goal scorer in the NHL.
3: I got another thing with, with Drew. I took off his thing there. But he was bragging about how Nathan McKinnon has two four-goal games.
0: Because he's an Avs fan, not a Leafs fan.
3: Well, he's done it against Washington and Ottawa.
0: Oh, those teams are junk.
3: Those teams suck. He should yep. score four goals against all the bad teams. How's he not scored four goals against Columbus this season? And
0: I'm a Nicholas lady threw really. her bra on the ice. There are kids at the game. Avs fans, disgusting. Oh, I
3: would never take my child to an Avs game. Never. Never, ever, ever. And it was cold, too.
0: Clip that. Don't
3: clip that. All right,
0: moving along. What am I missing there? I don't know. Colorado. Power Troop. Power (laughs) Troop. Yep, we're just going to keep on chugging along. You know what we're going to do? We're going to switch gears and get to our Charm Diamond game notes brought to you by Charm Diamond Centers. They are proudly Canadian-owned and operated since 1972 with more than 85 locations across the country through Charm and their sister brands. You can get a custom ring built and delivered in less than four weeks with the Charm Masterpiece program and an unbeatable pricing policy. My favorite part of this: not only can you check out their large selection of lab grown diamonds, mine diamonds, you also don't have to pay until 2025 with their instant in-store financing OAC, which stands for You're asking the banker what that stands for? OAC. I don't I, tell I, me I I live pronounce. OAC.
3: OAC. Mm-hmm. And you oh no, oh. Oh, O-A-C? And the A stands for annual. Nope. C stands for cost. Nope. And O stands for... <laughs> Spoiler. Unapproved credit. Hey! You at the chip.
0: You took it one direction. <laughs> I, can't, I can't see the chip. Uh, com <laughs> for more information. Here's what I got for your game notes tonight. Only one team in the NHL has averaged under two goals per game. Since December 1st, and it is the uh
3: Chicago Blackhawks.
0: It is. They are in fact the only team under two goals. They are down at 1.86. Since Connor Bedard got hurt on January 5th, they are only scoring 1.56 goals per game. Uh, Second worst in that span so is two. Man, then I should have went, I should have went money line the under. I should have, I should have. Anyways. Uh,
3: bring Cassian home said OAC stands for Oilers Are Cracked.
0: I like that. I don't hate it. Are so so cooking. Oilers are cooking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, are cooking. OAC. Connor Bedard hasn't played in 20 days. He still leads the team in scoring by eight points. You <laughs> said Dickinson? amazing. Uh, yes. And Dickinson is tied with him. Finally in goals with 15, the Hawks since Connor Bedard was injured are three and six. And in those nine games, the only reason they've been able to squeak out three wins is because it's been the games. Peter Mraz has played. He has a 925 save percentage so far since Connor Bedard was out of the lineup. The wow. other games, feature Arvid Soderblom, who's 0-3 with an 8.78 save percentage. The Oilers tonight are going to get Peter Mrazek. They started Soderblom last night in Seattle, so they kept their big gun Morazic for this game here. And Mrazek's fresh off signing a new extension as well, two years at mm. $4.25 million <laughs> per season. I'm yeah. going to ask, Colby Cohn's going to swing by in a little bit for his bi-weekly segment. I'm going to ask him about that approach that the Hawks are taking, signing these like supremely it. average players to expensive contracts. That's <laughs> oh, a good yeah. idea. It's, it's the land of misfit toys. It's building a culture.
4: <laughs> oh, <In> mediocrity.
0: <laughs> it,
3: you No, you need guys like this. Like You can't just change your players every single year and, and think that eventually it's, it's going
0: worked to worked for
3: hip. Vegas. <laughs> Ve- yeah, fair enough. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Vegas went to the Stanley Cup final immediately. You can't just have like Connor Bedard be there and like, Oh, who's this new guy. Like, it's got to be, it's got to be some continuity.
0: So, anyways, those are your game notes. The Hawks have not been scoring since Connor Bedard <laughs> got totally hurt. That's oh fine. We God. talked about it. You got to keep the show yeah. going, right? 1.56 goals per game, 1.44 goals against per game for the Oilers. Hawks team total under two. Anybody? Like, I mean, the Oilers, even though it's Calvin Pickard going tonight, not Stuart Skinner, the Oilers okay. should be able to keep this thing relatively low scoring. I would agree.
3: Yeah. I figured
0: so every time he's been in, he, he, he puts in a good effort. So nine oh three know three on that against a kind of low talent team. And I don't want to get ahead of myself, but like they are a low talent team. We should be okay. Now I, I have a giant question. We go back to a giant question. Sure. And I'm wondering if it's been brought up at all. Cause I know we talked about this earlier in the season. I'm not on every show, so I don't, I'm not plugged fully plugged into the, what is going on and the, the, the storylines and the kind of sub storylines that come from being part of the show. But we did something funny earlier in the season and there's that it still applies to one individual player right now. And I'd like to know how far <laughs> Connor Brown has traveled since his last goal on the ice. Uh, we we haven't updated that in a minute. Uh, I, I, I,
2: I, I, I and I, I need to know. Like,
1: I updated it like two games ago. I okay. don't want to, I don't want to pick on the man too much. No, no. We, but we need to know how, he where is last, he on the map? I'll bring it out tonight on pregame and we're updating again. Good. Tease. But last I checked, He was 158 kilometers skated and was at Ranfurly, Alberta, which has a population of 71, which was up from 56 in 2016. Which way is he going?
0: He's going east. He's going east. Yeah, he's going going east east. on the the 16. I've never heard of him. He's ancient Deloitte Minster. Cody
1: (laughs) Cece is able to last in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. But he gets a pass. He gets a pass. He's in Saskatoon already. Mm. Well, it's from the last time he scored a goal which was
0: the stopwatch. I, uh, I can't even track. Now, that. you may be thinking Connor Brown getting close to Ranfurly, maybe he would be close to the Ranfurly Curling Club, but he would not be because Ranfurly's <laughs> Curling Club, despite the name, is actually in Lavoie. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Ran- Ranfurly, like, <laughs> if, if anyone is familiar <laughs> with that highway, and I've driven it because I go to Moose Jaw a lot, and that's my route. Oh, it's permanently closed. And oh, it well. is, Ranfurly is literally like, here's Ranfurly, and there's like a little, like, like it's almost like and, and 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 don't I'm not disrespecting anyone from Ranford, but like it's literally just like a little like grass road exit. It looks like like into nothing.
1: Population of seventy-one.
0: Yeah, which probably means <laughs> I mean, population probably. zero.
3: Well, Connor Brown, so you can add one. They have a post so, office. And well, a, yeah, legally,
0: you need yeah. to. They, they have a like, post Paris office station. for the one person who lives really? there who's also the postman. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like
4: that. So there's the highway. See,
0: you see a little jump? Yeah. It's it. like, it's like you, you see, you're like, that's wow. Like, that's why fun. even give me the road sign? Like, this is, that doesn't even deserve a off.
3: Why is he going to end up? I, you know what? I'll go and say he gets to the. He
0: better not get to Saskatchewan. Like, like the guy is due. I was actually going to bet for him to score. If there's a team he's going to score against. It's the Blackhawks tonight.
3: I'm going to say he doesn't get past Birchland uh, Campground and Recreation Park.
0: Okay, that doesn't help me. How Which far? Is
3: just a little much- past
0: Innisfree. Okay, well he's ah. he's he, Ranfurly's not too far from Innisfree. No, they have an ant in Innisfree. Yeah, so you
3: Does you know anyone from Ranfurly?
0: <laughs> oh, dude, Ran. Everyone knows someone from Ranfurly. <laughs> They're Everyone freaks. in running around for Nah, just kidding. Just joking around with that. That's Connor's going to score. He's freaking out in Ranferly right now. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, who do you think ends the year with more goals this year? If I gave you even money on this bet, Jay, and you can place a crisp $100 bill on it, Matthias Janmark or Connor Brown, who has more goals to end the season? Janmark. No, Brown.
3: I would actually I would put my money on I don't
0: care. I still believe in Janmark. Janmark. Janmark has scored once and it went in off his face. Okay. Yeah, Janmark, Janmark's due. Didn't he do a, like a loop-de-loop one where he scored? Like He was going mm-hmm. around and around and around. I think maybe he set up a goal. He drew a penalty. I know what moment <laughs> yeah. you're thinking. Same, though. same. Uh, and, and we off. scored on yeah. it, probably. He doesn't shoot the puck very
1: Connor much. Brown, Connor Brown, Tyler. I'm taking Connor Brown.
0: I would take Connor Brown, too, if he gave it to me at even money.
3: Where's the shots on this thing? The last time... He had three shots in a game. The uh, Mark, that is, was mm-hmm. December 14th against Tampa Bay when the Oilers had like 50 million shots. So that was big. That's a, That's a lot, lot of shots. Shot. He just doesn't, I don't know. They could upgrade on that guy big mm-hmm. time.
0: I think they could too. And the fact he's a million bucks and everyone else is league men. Um, although I would like to get clarification on something Frank Saravalli told me the other day. He left us. This was a big tease. He did. Frank is saying... There's a way to trade caps uh, bonuses. What?
3: I know. Isn't that crazy? And he just, that's all he said. Yeah, he, he just, just goes, <laughs> he just it, it was like, hey,
0: Frank, thanks for doing this. And he just looked and went, you can trade cap bonuses and then signed off. It was wild. I couldn't believe it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So now we've Does been sitting. Anyone, in, anyone in the chat know what that means? I And if anyone knows it, it's original Posar. But apparently there's like nothing in the CBA that says you can't. I don't know, oh, but that no. makes it very interesting. I would trade him. I would trade Brown and Yanmark. I would and you know what I mean. So if you trade him, that cap space, uh, that that bonus moves with it. Yeah, I guess
3: that's what it sounds like.
0: Oh, but man, like that's you who's gotta, signing up for that? You got to pay a lot for that, but not as much as you'd have to pay to get rid of Campbell. Because if you could trade, Connor, it's only one year. But like, and if you could trade Connor Brown to someone, let's say that team sits there and goes, "Hey, we're good to do this deal." But can we negotiate with them? And they go, hey, Connor Brown, we're going to give you a fresh start next year. Another 775 grand. We're going to eat your bonus, but you'll get a fresh start out of Edmonton. I wonder if they could.
3: I wonder when the deadline of that is. Is it the last game of the season?
0: For his bonus? Like what when you can't make any trades after the trading line. You he could, he's he could. not eligible for the playoffs. Yeah. Oh. But so, if you but were to do I'm... a day before the plasma like Connor Brown, we just traded no, you to no. Columbus. I'm
3: saying, <laughs> what if they like. Whatever happens this playoffs, whenever it comes to an end, like after that, I wonder if then because you saw it with like Billy Husso a couple of years mm-hmm. ago, right? He's a pen UFA. And then like, hey, can we negotiate with him and they get whatever pick? Like, I wonder if they could do that with Brown. And then the bonus goes with him. We have no answers to these questions. So I don't know. Crazy. I'm assuming it's probably the last game of the season that is like he was on your roster for the last regular season game. When the regular season ended.
0: And just yank him for playoffs mm-hmm. in a trade. That'd be terrible. That would not be good. Not a good luck. I don't know. I no. think he's actually being like you, can't, you, gotta, you gotta get yourself out of that cap trouble, especially if like we're we're in that like legit window. Like the team is legit and we need to add. And yep. there's some stuff we need to do to open up to get some assets right now, but to open up space for next year to add. Yeah. Joey says the real question <laughs> is does Ken <laughs> Holland know this? <laughs> Probably not. I would That's, assume no. It's a great question. That is a very important wrinkle here. But the other thing with Connor Brown versus Yanmark, one, I think Connor Brown's a better player. Not I yes. think Connor Brown is a better player. And two, Matias Yanmark's more expensive this year. So I think getting away from Yanmark at some point ahead of the deadline is semi important.
3: Janmark, yeah, I'm crucial penalty killer for this team. There's no Connor Brown c- crucial yeah, penalty yeah, yeah. killer for this I'm team. I'm just
0: thinking like I could wave him.
3: He really could. Yanmark? If you wanted, no to. one would claim him. No, you wouldn't get claimed, but there's just no, but like, but, but in salary, would fits, but it would
0: f- totally falls off, totally goes away. That's a good point. Yeah.
3: So if you wanted, like, I don't know who would be down the James Hamlin, for example, he played penalty kill when he was up here.
0: Oh, you you're wanted, making room for who you're acquiring. Oh, yeah. That too. Alexander Tessier. Yeah. Like this. Alexander Tessier has spent more time on the penalty kill than <clears throat> almost any Oilers forward this year, Jay. Fun fact. We were big. Te- we're a big Tessier show now. Big Teshis. Teshis. Teshi's boys. We're gonna get shirts made. It's gonna be
3: Tyler's <laughs> face and Alexander Teshi's face, <laughs> all in cartoon mode. The, the
0: three best friends', friends that shirts will out? be
3: yellow. And by cartoon mode, I mean that famous yellow show. I don't know if I can say the, the name. Simpsons. Yeah, that one. What could stop? Us? Well, Why I, I know, know, like, is, What if what like, if Fox doesn't like it?
0: <laughs> Fox loves us. We'll all be
3: Simpsons You're allowed
4: to say characters. The
0: Simpsons. Yeah, just like we're allowed to say The Oilers. I'm
1: pretty sure The Simpsons sent this off us a bunch of stuff last
3: year. Well, they did. It's,
0: yeah, because of their uh, enforcer skit. Yeah, yeah. Fights. So yeah,
3: we're going to be Simpsons characters on these t-shirts. With Alexander Tachier. That we will not sell.
0: Huh? All right. Uh, short and four giant Don't game day. Lines. I have a testimonial. <laughs> it's not really much of a testimonial, but our star mechanical guest line. Ed- boys. Edmonton's number one plumbing and heating company. This morning I woke up, there was water in my basement. Oh, no. I don't know what I'm doing. So I called my dad. I said, dad, please come help me. He came, he figured it out. He said, you have a sewer problem. He said, you know what you should do? Stop should, drinking beer. Should, well, maybe <laughs> that might be a contributing <laughs> problem here. But he said, you should go to your neighbor, Star storm candle, cool guy. And you should see if he can help you out. Mm -hmm. So today, I'm going to go home from work and I'm going to stare out the front window until my neighbor, Red, (laughs) comes home. And I'm going to go, Red, can you bring your Star Mechanical tools over and please help me fix my basement? But that's the kind of quality you get with Star Mechanical. They've been Edmonton's number one plumbing and heating company for over 20 years. You can contact them by heading to starmechanical.ca. That neighbor, by the way, not an Edmonton Oilers fan, hates this show. Um, But he is now aware that I'm using him in the ad reads. So... That's fun. He hates the show. No, I'm just joking. What did you do to him? He's a Habs fan, so he doesn't like listening. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's fine. It's more of a La Pache Bleu guy. La posh Bleu. Uh, let's get yeah, to the guest line. Great. Bring in Colby Cohen. Uh, Colby, hello. How are you doing? Welcome, Colby.
4: Tyler, when you say that you called your dad, are you talking Mr. Yeramchuk or you called Frank? Mr. Oh,
0: it's really mean Colby. (laughs) And also, also Frank pays someone to cut his own lawn. Do you really think Frank could help me with my basement?
4: (laughs) He's got a guy for everything. All right. He's got a guy. Someone's got to keep that luscious grass surrounding his hockey rink in his backyard looking good in the summer.
0: Uh, Colby Cohen, one half of morning cup of hockey. You can watch it live on the daily face off YouTube at 7am mountain Monday through Thursday. Colby, what do we make of the oil heading into tonight going for win number 15 against the Hawks? Is this a trap game or do you believe in the orange and blue?
4: I don't think it's a trap game at all. I, I just think that the way the Oilers are playing is, is it's all mentality based. And, and I don't see any reason to think, uh, any differently of them because, you know, I, I've been listening to you guys talk about wishes and wants and needs, and and you know, I do agree. This team needs to add, and they need to go all in, and I think they need to think about the now, and and continue to think about the now when you have the players that you have. Um, but it, it's mentality. You watch the way this team is playing right now, and you know that they, they've you know stopped turning the puck over. They they're they're managing the puck better than any team in the NHL right now, and. and that's how you're successful when when the games matter late in the year. They haven't sacrificed offense, um, you know, and and they're just defending a lot better and a lot more more structured. But I'd be, you know, pressed to say you 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 can't find a lot of turnovers happening at the blue lines and the red line. And and those are the ones that, you know, normally end up in the back of your net. So um I, I do not think this is a trap game. I think they're coming off of a, a, an ass kicking in Seattle. I don't think they have anything right now up front. Um, they they can't seem to score goals in, in, in Chicago right now because they're they're playing with um, you know mostly an American League hockey team. Which no disrespect to those players, but it's hard to get it done in the NHL when when you're full of American League players. And and I, I have no problem saying that because I was one. So um, I, I do not feel this is a trap game, and and I think the Oilers are going to continue chugging along.
3: What do you think of Chris Knobloch putting Dryside and McDavid together on the top line?
4: You know, look, I I, I like to give coaches an opportunity to um, see certain things work and see certain things through. And, and you know, this is a change that he went to that that seems to be working. And and you know, they seem to be scoring. And it, it won't stay like this for the rest of the year because at some point. You know, someone on another line will need to pick up and will need to get dragged along a little bit. And then eventually you're going to see Corey Perry join this lineup. And I think that will shake things up a little bit more. So, you know, I I like to give coaches the benefit of the doubt and I like to think they know better. Um, And, and, you know, I I think right now it's hard to question anything that he does. Um, And so I I, I like it. I, I like when coaches aren't afraid to uh, pull different levers to, to, you know, get certain guys going, look for certain matchups. Um, again, I, I don't know if, if we as outsiders realize how much goes into this day to day for these guys and, and how much thought and strategy they put into these things. So, uh, I like it. Um, I, I, have liked it. I, I think we'll see it again tonight. I think, you know, you'll see Seth Jones and Alex Vlasic against those guys a lot tonight. Um, and I think that, uh, uh, there's going to be opportunity for other players in the lineup, and that second line to potentially step up and and you know make a little bit of noise. Ideally, uh,
0: just on the top of Corey Perry, and not to put you on the spot, but to also put you on the spot, who do you think his ideal <laughs> line mates would be uh, n- now being an oiler?
4: Well, if you could throw the line chart back up, that that would help. Um, you know, look, I, I think that the. the the special part about Corey Perry is you can play him anywhere. I really truly believe that. Um, I, I who it is, who his ideal line mates be. Well, uh, I mean, it, it really just depends who, who you think comes out of the lineup. I know you guys are all big Connor Brown fans. Um, I know you guys sent him down to the minors about 10 minutes ago and, uh, or no, sorry, that was Yanmark. You guys sent down to the, no, the I, minors. I,
0: was, you, well, uh, not me just for the record. There, I am there,
4: the rest of you guys sent Connor Brown to Moose Jaw, I think you said. Today. Way
0: Moose Jaw. He's got a yeah. ways to go still.
4: Okay, down Highway 16 on the way to Moose Jaw. But look, I, I think he could, he could fit in nicely on that third line. Um, I think Dylan Holloway has, has left me wanting more, just to be honest with you. I, I, uh, I'd like to see more from this young man. I, I, I think we, we, it's time for him to take the next step. You know, I, I think as a prospect, you get a certain amount of time before you turn into a suspect. Um, and then once you go from suspect to, you know, depth player, that's when you find yourself on the outside looking in. And and I think Dylan Holloway needs to take that step because when you bring in a guy like Corey Perry, I, I think he would fit in nicely on your third line. I think he could play on your fourth line. I'm never advocating for Sam Gagne coming out of the lineup, no matter what, under any circumstance. Uh, he, he's he's a friend that I go back a long way with, and and I to this day think that it, his hockey IQ and and the skill set that he has left, he, he's a he's a valuable player in your lineup. Um, I also think he's a he's a leader and he has leadership qualities. So. I I I I'd like him on that third line. I think he'd play well with McLeod. Um if you want to keep Holloway in, you put could put Perry there and drop Brown down or or play him with McLeod and Brown. And and maybe he's the guy who gets uh, Connor Brown going. Maybe that goal finally happens and he can take that U turn and start heading back to Edmonton. We should
3: remap him back to Edmonton if he scores.
4: Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. That
3: would how, be- how long does it take him to get back to yeah. Rogers? How many place? games? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, just flipping the board here to talk a little bit more about the Hawks. This is a team you covered for a couple of seasons, Colb. What do you make of their strategy here of signing all these guys for $4 bucks? Like Felino should not be getting $4 million. Jason Dickinson should not be getting $4 million. Peter Morazic should not be getting $4 million. Yet here the Hawks are. Is this the right player? Or would it have been smart to just sign these guys to market value deals and then use that cap space to actually improve the team.
4: Well, look, I think what you have to realize for a guy, some of these players is, is if you don't overpay Dickinson, he probably can go somewhere else, you know? And I think they like what he does for their locker room. And I think the big misconception in Chicago right now is that they're going to go out and try to be competitive next year. It's not the case. They have a five-year plan in mind. and, And, you know Kyle Davidson is going to stick to that plan and, and next year you know the the i'm sure they will bring some more nhl caliber players in you have to remember they're missing taylor hall they're missing andreas athanasiou they are missing guys who are nhl players are they top flight you know most of them no but they they are players i don't mind the signings and the reason for it being is a guy like felino is the guy you want around to be there with with Connor Bedard. He's a guy you want to have sit next to Connor Bedard. Um, he, he's not gonna take the spotlight. He's not gonna shine him, but he's gonna be there to make sure he can get this guy through thick and thin while he's learning his way through the NHL. And I think another thing that, you know, I got to see up close and personal was was with some of these guys, including Peter Morazic, is is look. Marazic has played really well in Chicago. He really has. I mean, he has been a bright spot in, in a, in a, on a team that doesn't have many. and he's a good teammate. He, he doesn't complain. He doesn't throw his arms up in the air when he's left out to dry. Uh, he shows up, he goes to work. Um, you know, he, he's endeared himself to the coaching staff, to the management staff and to his teammates. And a lot of times goalies do their own thing. And Peter's not really like that. He He's very involved in the team and the chemistry. So, I'm really happy to see it. Um, and I get it because again, you want to have veterans around that don't take shortcuts, that, you know, we'll do things the right way. I know it's a cliche term, but it's a it's a fair thing to talk about because you want to mold all these young guys that are going to be coming in, whether it's Frank Nazar, their first round pick, whether it's Oliver Moore, their first round pick could be Ryan Green from Boston University coming in next year as a second round pick. There's a number of really high end players that are young that they're going to build around. And I think not stunning their growth by going out and signing. I don't know. There was all this talk about Willie Nylander was going to end up as a free agent signing in Chicago. And I kind of rolled my eyes and laughed at that because it it just doesn't fit the plan that they're looking at. So I get it. I get the time frame of it all. They're two year deals. By the time this team is ready to win, that's when those players are going to have to decide, okay, we want to be here and we're going to take market value contracts. So um, I think a lot of it is a reward for the pain that they're dealing with right now. I do believe that, but ultimately they need to hit the cap floor, Tyler. And I don't, I think this helps them continue to be at the cap floor because they have a shit ton of cap space and they will continue to have a shit ton of cap space.
0: Hmm. Maybe Connor Brown can go there. Hey, I mean, they need to hit the cap floor.
4: If you're the Oilers and
0: you give them a pick to take on, Connor Brown's bonus. And they go, Hey, Connor Brown will even give you a million bucks next year on a one-year deal. Like why not? That's probably the kind of team you're, you're dealing with. Right. And I Uh, think they
4: will be facilitators. I do. I, I think Kyle will be open for business to eat contracts and help around that. I don't think he feels like he needs to. And I'm talking about Kyle Davidson, their general manager. I don't think he feels like he needs more draft picks at this point. I really don't. I think they, they've got a lot, maybe too many multiple firsts, multiple seconds for the next couple of years i think now they'd be more interested in hey we'll take a bad contract but we'd like a prospect um, or hey we'll take a bad we'll take a bad contract um you know but but we want that defenseman who you know maybe he's your 6 but we see him if here for a year or two to fill in a hole as a 4 so i think they'll be pretty active as facilitators around the deadline i don't expect uh, what were you going to get for Dickinson? What were you going to get for Felino? What were you going to get for Marazic? I mean, fourth, fifth round picks. They, they just, they don't need that. They got too many draft picks right now.
0: Yeah. The, what was, well, I know you had
3: another question before we wrap up. Uh, the beam pot is this weekend.
4: It's actually not, but it's oh. soon. When is it? The bean pot is the first two Mondays in February. What is this weekend oh. is BUBC uh, home and home, which features yeah. the number one and two teams in the country. And you know, your prospect Scott, uh, excuse me, Scott Lachance was his father, Shane Lachance. Um, you'll have an opportunity to see him. If you're an Oilers fan, these games are probably streamed on, you know, whatever the ESPN plus version of TSN is, um, or potentially just on TSN in Canada. I did see that. So uh, huge, huge weekend for college hockey. Sorry, Liam, if you want to finish the question, but the bean pots, we're, we're, we still got a little time for the bean pot. I didn't mean to shit on you there.
0: What is the bean? I thought the bean pot
4: was BUBC. It's, it's all the Boston teams, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's BUBC, Harvard, and Northeastern. It's the first two Mondays in February. It's at the TD Garden, you know, 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. puck drop. The building is completely sold out student sections, bands, you know, like it's, it's an amazing event in Boston and guys, when you win uh, the line to go to the bar that you're going to be at, it's uh, it it makes it all worth playing college hockey because there's blocks and blocks of students. And um, they, they, they wait for the hockey team to, to come in. You walk right through the front of the line and you know, you point at maybe the four or five people you want to be able to follow in right behind you. And I got to tell you some of the most fun nights I ever had in college were after games where we won bean pot, you know, games and, and, and tournaments because the, the, the after parties are great. How many bean pots did you win? Colby? Uh, we won two while I was in school. Uh, we lost one year to Boston College. Uh, Nate Gerby scored in overtime. Little bastard. Um, he he was a he was a tough guy to play against. They went on to win the national championship that year. So we we had a great rivalry uh, with BC. And the way they do it in the Beanpot is it just rotates who you play the first night, and then the winners play in the finals the following Monday. And this year it's it's opening night. The eight PM game will be BU against BC. So. One of them will get knocked out of the bean pot in the first round, and then they'll they'll play the winner in Northeastern and Harvard, and and those two teams are kind of having down season. So, um, it, it's an awesome time, guys, for a hockey fan. I know it's a foreign thing, but it's an awesome time. Do do a lot of
3: these NCAA teams do this kind of stuff? Like I saw one the other day, Fairbanks and Anchorage had a had like a trophy game or something like that, right? Do, do a lot of these states do that?
4: You know, Liam, I think there's different tournaments that happen throughout the year in college sports. It's it's not necessarily just in hockey. They'll have, you know, the Icebreaker Classic is is a holiday tournament. Um, we, we played in one year against North Dakota, Michigan State, and Michigan. You know, it's just an opportunity at different times of the year to, um, you know, play for something a little extra special, play for a trophy, play out of conference games. You know, the Beanpot is a Boston area thing. Connecticut has... I think it's called the nutmeg cup or something like that, where uh, I think Quinnipiac, Yale, um, Yukon and sacred heart, maybe schools. You probably haven't heard much about playing a little bit of a tournament. So, um, they're fairly common, but it, 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 happens in basketball as well, Liam. And, and like I said, it's, it's, it's always more fun when you're playing for a trophy. It, it's just, a, it's, it's more of a reason to, to get rowdy and, and then party and celebrate after because that's, that's the beauty of college sports. It's, it's, it's winning just to have fun. It, it really is because there's, there's nothing more fun than and, you know walking into the bar after winning a bean pot and having the little bean pot. It, 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 I mean, I can remember it like it was yesterday, guys. Uh, I lied about
0: that being the last thing we're going to talk about because I forgot I had one more NHL question, but Craig, that was awesome. I really enjoyed that. Um, it comes with a clip. Oh, Aaron, can we roll the clip first?
4: <laughs> too worried about themselves and worried about their points and worried about stuff like that. We get a three on lead tonight and you know, guys start thinking it's. A-
0: <laughs> Maybe we don't have the clip to go along oh, with this one. No. Anyways, uh, Drew Doughty calls out his teammates. I know you and Johnny Lazarus broke this down a bit today on morning cup of hockey. Colby are the LA Kings broken beyond repair or just a team in a slump?
4: Listen, I to me they look broken beyond repair, and, and I, I, you know, really kind of let loose talking about uh, Pierre Luc Dubois today uh, on on our show. And I got to tell you, you know, loser mentality is infectious. And and I know Drew Dowdy. I know him to be a winner. I know him to be a leader. And I have a feeling I know one of the guys he's talking to uh, in that media clip because when you force your way out of two situations. Which I have no problem with. If you want to use your leverage to get out of a situation, by all means, man. Teams, they lose their leverage and discard a players every day of the week. But when you get to your third team and you sign a big fat deal, you better put up. You better earn your money. Okay. Or people start to call you a pretender. People start to call you a fraud. And right now that's what it looks like. It looks like a guy who is dragging this team into uh, a loser mentality, a team that has as really gone the right way. Most of the season, a team that has managed the puck and, and been really disciplined in their defense and their approach to defense. And, you know, right now it's, it's coming unraveled quickly there in LA. And, you know, you had Todd McClellan who's been around the NHL a long time. He's had a lot of stops. He's one of these coaches that, you know, keeps getting hired. He's like a cat. He's got how many lives and, you know, he, he singled out Dubois recently and, again, you think back to Torts. you think back to uh, his time in Winnipeg. It, it, it's something doesn't smell right with this guy. And, you know, again, I, I, I call it like I see it. And, and I think this team is in big trouble because I think personalities in the locker room are becoming problematic. He seems to
0: poison the well anywhere he goes, which is like, I, I didn't really buy into it too much, but this LA, like the fact that can sink down that team because on paper, they're legit. At what point do they just start health bombing this guy? Oh, I mean, at
4: least (laughs) listen, but, but again, you heard Dowdy's comments. They were winning three to one. And then what happened? You know, they, they go into pond hockey mode and, and I'm with you, Jay. There isn't a whole, the reason I, I don't necessarily know if that team is repairable. Look at the stretch they've been on in the last 20 plus games. It's ugly. They're under 500 over the last 20 games. And look at their roster. Yes, they're missing Arvidsson, but there's not a team deeper down the middle than that group. And and they are struggling. So um, I don't know. I, I don't have a lot of belief in, in what's happening there right now. I really don't. And I said it on our show this morning. The Daily Faceoffs Twitter just posted it. I'm not going to make a lot of friends, but... It is what it is. I, I, I Last time I checked, I don't really care what anybody thinks.
0: And that's why we always have you back on, Colby. Thanks for doing this.
4: All right, guys. Have a good show. And uh, we'll be celebrating an Oilers win later, Tyler. I'll be texting you. Don't worry. Yeah. You I'll and bat, you, don't, don't you worry. And bag I'll of milk. Me. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. There you go. Colby Cohen from Morning Cup of Hockey, Monday to Thursday, 7 a.m. Mountain. Or you can just watch it later or download it as a podcast. Wherever you get your podcast from, he joins us on the star mechanical guest line.
2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today.
0: Let's keep cruising along with today's show and get to our keys to victory for Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. The big grand opening is coming in spring 2024, and they're going to be your spot for everything Yamaha. I am very excited to check this out. (laughs) Indeed, Jay. Uh, Whether it's a Yamaha, (laughs) boat, boat, motors, dirt bikes, ATVs, side-by-sides, motorcycles, they are going to have it all at Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. Opening spring 2024, my giant key to victory is going to be that top line scoring three goals. There you go. Mm. Let the big dogs eat. If that top line scores three goals, there is no way the Oilers lose this hockey game. Stamp it. Confirmed.
3: Mine is going to be effort. I'm tired of the Oilers playing these crappy teams and being crappy for 40 minutes and then turn it up in the third period. So turn it up immediately. Effort for 60 minutes.
0: Yeah, just don't play down to their level. Uh, but there's still funny ways to win. Like, it's, it's, it's funny. Like, we're, where we're a little bit different is when we do kind of take the foot off the gas. We're not as bad as we were early in the season when we would do that. Uh-huh. Like, obviously, structurally, we've changed. But, like, you're right, Liam. Much less of that. More of what Tyler said. Uh, this is the Chicago Blackhawks. Like, this has to be like a 6 1 game. Like, it just has to be. Has to be. It it, we have to to be. We have to like Like, play strong defensively and you know, to against Drew Doughty's point there earlier. Go get your fucking points tonight. (laughs) Let's go. Last night my (laughs) beer league team went up 2 0 in the first four minutes, and we were all sitting on the bench. Other team only had nine skaters. We're like, boys, point night. Point night, let's go. Who's you sliding back on D? point night. We lost 9 six. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, you it after the fact, after the work has been done. Yeah, I know. Uh, Paul asks, is that real brick? Yes. Yes, it is. We laid it ourselves. And actually, I flew all the way down to, uh, I believe Colby's in Bucks County, PA. I flew all the way down there. I laid the brick in Colby's background too. Mm-hmm. He's got the same brick. Well, we're based in Riverdale. Barely fit enough in my the- We're, in the- we're a little brick. Uh was an operated Little Brick, or sorry, uh, Little Brick, Little Sons Brick Co., Little and Sons Brick Co., sorry, this is why we call it Little Brick, JB Little. This whole area is just full of bricks, and we just send them to everyone to make their studios. They're just right on the corner of the street.
3: It's quite Mm -hmm. convenient, actually. You just grab your bricks and you go.
0: Made a brick. You can huff and puff as much as you want. You Come visit us for a studio visit. (laughs) We'll give you a a briefcase of uh, bricks. Speaking of studio visits, uh, Big Kiwi's coming by today. He's moving back home to New Zealand. And what did you want one of his wishes or asked was, could I come by and see the studio before I go? I said yes. So he's gonna be by here shortly. Also, we're gonna get to hang out with Colby Cohn because we're all going to Toronto next week.
3: I was gonna ask him about that. I was gonna ask you about that actually. I didn't want to ask Kevin and he's like, No, I'm not going. Yeah,
0: really. no, he texted me. He said he's very uh he's excited to meet bag bagged milk. Yeah, bag. milk. What did he, he call that. him bag of milk? Yeah, he doesn't quite get it. Does he, he'll learn. He'll it. learn after Toronto. Oh, he he will. Exp- he'll get the full BM yeah. experience. The Nation Monday. Network is uh, planting its flag at uh, the Sponsorship X Conference that's connected to the NHL All Star Game. So next week we're doing normal show Monday, normal show Tuesday, no show Wednesday, travel day, travel day, travel day. We're Thursday. Traveling. We are live in Toronto. Yeah, the Royal York Hotel. Really? Yep. Is that where we're staying? Nope. Ah, on a budget yeah i think they're uh we're sharing a room <laughs> the queen the queen stay in that hotel the super eight <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> now it's a royal ace <laughs> we're sharing a room nice there's a king bed and a pullout couch
3: well be a leader
0: we will go to the YouTube chat put a poll in the YouTube chat who gets the king bed I'm just saying and we know exactly where the chat would support there (laughs) yeah, it's not me
3: you know I recently went to a scouting event we stayed at the residence in Marriott in downtown Calgary Mm
0: -hmm. oh I say that that's that's the I say that all the time
3: yeah it's like 104th or something like I think I don't know whatever it is Um, no it's not uh, (laughs) it's a great hotel so they had a king bed and a pullout, and I was with one of my scouts. And I said, You go ahead, you take the king bed. I'll sleep on this crappy
0: pullout couch. And how did you feel about doing that? I felt like a leader.
3: Leader. And I felt leader. like I felt
0: like he appreciated it a lot. Hear me a out. Lot. We put our bags on the pullout couch. We share the king bed. How about this? We <laughs> I shared a king bed with Waz uh the last night of the Pondhoc tournament. You did. How about this? So
3: um Whoever steps foot in the hotel first, actually, no, nah, I don't like that one. I was gonna say whoever's bag comes out of the conveyor belt thing first. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa! Oh no,
3: we're not going to do. Carry don't check on. bags. Yeah, we're going to do. Carry
0: that on. is the number I'm one rule of travel. Unless you have a child, yeah. no check bags. Or you're
3: flying a great distance.
0: Okay, here we can negotiate a little too, because I would imagine we're gonna Look. be sitting somewhat close to each other on the plane. We Just could negotiate like a window seat for the bed type of thing. Jeez. Oh, I'm good with whatever. All right. We'll see. All right. Let's wrap up the show with there. our <laughs> organizers. So you both have a window seat. True. Uh,
3: opposite ends of the plane. Yeah. Whoever gets off the plane first, we both start at the back. I'm on the left side. You're on the right. The moment you land, you're both <laughs> up. <laughs> get on the way.
0: All right. Um, Tyler Mueller, put your clothes on the king bed, share the pullout couch. <laughs> <laughs> that just makes sense. I don't see anything wrong with that. Uh, okay, let's wrap up with our Betway game day betting challenge. Shout out to our friends at Betway 19+. Please play responsibly. We're going to be running into a few of our friends from Betway when we're in Toronto as well. Again, they're again. back. Oh, hell yeah. They Did are. they leave? Yeah, yes. they're back in England. And wow. then Tina comes back next week because uh, Betway is a big part of the NHL. So
3: They are going to be jet
0: lagged. I was thinking about that. They move around like crazy.
3: When I was when I went to my trip and I came back, it took me like a week to recover, and they were here for like three days. Yeah,
0: I might have to go to England with Sales Guy Jared for like two nights. Oh, you'll just (laughs) sleep the whole
3: time. Whole time you'll just be asleep. (laughs) Uh, Oh, you won't see any of it. Well,
0: the good news is, well, the good and bad news is, I think it's right at the start of playoffs, which sucks. But if I just adopt and just don't even try to. Operate under England time. I'll be awake when the other game is on and feel you fine could, to
3: watch you it. You could do the live show with us from there, and it'd be perfectly fine. For I you should be so In front a Big Ben so yes. reporting. I'd be incredibly jealous. London's the best. Go on. What well, if we got? And we're gonna go to a West End game
0: game day I've betting challenge. Jared's I'm up. going 36 plus shots for the Edmonton Oilers at minus 105. Hawks. <laughs> Oh shut up! It's hard to find value on this slate. Hawk gave up thirty four last Mm -hmm. night, or sorry, twenty nine last night. I think they'll give up a lot more though uh, this evening. So give me the Oilers to just pepper Peter Mrazik, Liam. Liam, I'm starting to feel you now. I'm feeling. I can hear your footsteps now. (laughs) I will admit it.
3: I'm going Holloway goal plus four hundred. Connor Brown, he has worse odds than Connor Brown to score. Connor Brown is plus three. It's because
0: like the like even even the books are just like math is now on this guy's <laughs> side. We can't give it too much value because it's going to pop.
3: But I think the only two plays lower than him were like Derek Ryan and someone else. So. Ekholm?
0: And Ekholm yeah. Well, Jay, you're yeah. going Matias Ekholm. I mean, my boys do. We're playing the Blackhawks. He's getting. They've got those set plays that involve him rushing the net off the draw. He steps up
1: a lot more than the rush. He steps up
0: a ton. So he is sneaky offensive. So at those odds, that is juicy. Let's go. Tyler Mulek asked, how does one become a sales guy for Oilers nation? You have to talk to Jared. Got to talk to Jared. Got to talk to Jared. Got to talk to Jared. Jared holds the keys to that. Um, use your betway connection to do a nation vacation in London for rugby, soccer, and darts. Uh, oh my good. God. Darts would be so Darts would be good. electric. Yeah. And they probably have some kind of affiliation there. I, I do want to do a nation vacation. Well, okay, here it is there's a couple of things I want to do for nation vacations. One is just to go like maybe in September one year for like a European hockey experience. So like go to Finland or go to Sweden with like one of our, so like Ufe in Sweden or Larven in, in Finland and go watch like three games in different cities in, in, in those, in uh, those countries and just like learn how to be like an amazing, crazy hockey fan like learn from the best setting off flares in the stand just learn from the best just going crazy high energy and also beautiful countries the second and we're just gonna plant these seeds there's rumors i can't confirm them i don't know anybody i'm asking people that know things they won't confirm yet but the rumbling is the next global series is gonna be in germany you know Edmonton will be playing if it's in Germany. Nation vacation to Germany. Thoughts?
3: That'd be incredible. I gotta update my residency card so I can go. I don't understand that. But it runs out. It expires. So if I leave the contract, I can't get back in. You're not a permanent resident of Canada? I am, but you have You're to, you have to uh, update it. You have to renew it what? every five years.
0: Aren't you a citizen?
3: Nope. Oh. Resident, but I would love to go to Germany. I've been there once. So I used to live there.
0: What? Yeah. Where?
3: Bielefeld.
1: Of course. Can we time it out with Oktoberfest somehow?
0: I don't know. That's not, that's, it's that's up, up the to the, the schedule. I mean, they the should, but, uh, and our friends uh, and our, our contemporaries, if you will, at oilersnation.de will do an amazing mm. job hosting us. It's true. Mm-hmm. Roles reversed. Roles reversed. They're excited. They want us to come there so bad. So, like, if that happens, oh, oh, let's go. That'll be at least like a six night trip, not a two night burn and turn. Yeah. yeah. One You're and
3: nine. for three of them. So,
0: all right. Um, you don't seem but, that excited. Yeah, no, I'd say much. Excited. Oh, no, you, would, you know why? It's because the flight's over six hours. So, I just want to go. I'd, I'd make it work. All right. We got to wrap up the show today. A uh, new episode of real life coming pre-gaming with Boardsy uh, and myself at six o'clock tonight to get ready for Pock drop. We're going to be right back in the studio. Yep, yep. Patty puff. Gavin. It's a Gavin day. It's a Gavin.
1: Gavin day. And then tonight, I believe it is the bag of milk.
0: Oh, bag of milk on, as well. on Owen after dark, immediately following the final buzzer. That'll be a wrap on a Sherwood Ford giant oh. game day edition of the show. Yes, Liam.
3: I won't be here tomorrow. Yeah, okay. That is correct. You will not. be. So I will see everybody on Monday. You're back on Monday? Though? Yeah, I land at like midnight. Sunday. Where are you going? Oh, cool. <laughs> Toronto.
0: <laughs> and then you get back Sunday? Yeah. And yes, then you go I, out to Toronto we leave Wednesday on Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, well, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you about my week last week. There's a lot of flying. It sounds like I've, I've heard. I, uh, it was wild, wild week last week. Still exhausted from it. That's great. Maybe great we'll life. talk about it on Real Life. Sure. When's that drops in a couple of hours. All right. That's a wrap on the show. Enjoy the hockey game tonight. Everybody Oilers gunning for 15 in a row. We'll be back tomorrow on what will hopefully be a victory Friday edition of things. Chat with you then.
2: Thank you for watching Oilers nation every day. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit OilersNation.com. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets.